What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Cooped Up Podcast, uh, the podcast that is zooming onto your uh, movie screens on April 8th. Or not. I don't know. Uh, as always, folks, my name is Koopa, and each week I sit down with a friend talking about all the happenings in pop culture uh, across all of your favorite mediums. Uh, and this week, folks, uh, we are running it back, emphasis on running, uh, with some big news that popped up this past week. By the time you hear this podcast, about a week uh, will have passed, but it is still very fresh uh, in the minds of me and my guests that we officially have a trailer uh, for not just the second installment of the Sonic the Hedgehog film franchise, uh, but the latest edition of the Sonic the Hedgehog video game franchise. And uh, listen, I couldn't do this without our local Sonic expert and friend. Uh, you might remember him from... Uh, the last episode we did uh, where we talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine and how it, the last season was okay. Uh, please welcome back to the show, uh, friend, countryman, uh, current employee of, uh, is it, so, uh, yeah, you're, it's Crunchyroll still, right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> my, my brain is mush. Uh, yeah, Camelange is back in the show. Hey, man, what's going on? A little stretch, a little snack. And here we go. Oh my god, what a what a, what a show, man! Uh, <laughs> this, this is exactly why I couldn't have done this without you, uh, Cam. What's up? How you doing, man? You know, I'm just uh, riding the highs of all this Sonic news, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to chat with uh, Koopa, New Jersey, all about it. Yeah, man, I'm excited to talk to you about it too. Again, you if we are. Uh, brothers in blue, uh, you know, taking in that sonic copium of, uh, you know, what to expect from this latest franchise. But first, before we get into that again, I want to give you guys, uh, let you guys know, uh, you can listen to the Cooped Up podcast on all your favorite listening platforms, but also make sure to listen to us on the uh, believe.com website as well. Uh, you know, that the more clicks and, you know, make sure to download the podcast as well, you know, just to, uh, you know, it'll, it'll really help out the show. You know, obviously, uh, you know, better ad revenue and all that stuff. So, you know, the more downloads you guys, uh, you know, get on the show, the better it's going to be for me moving forward. So uh, you can check us out on the host site at Believe.com slash shows slash cooped uh, hyphen up. Uh, so if you guys are interested in looking that up, uh, by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, the latest episode of my show uh, focusing on all things Spider-Man. Uh, featuring Glenn Tendo and Riz uh, will have been up. So uh, make sure you guys go ahead and listen to that as well as, you know, the various other shows that me and Cam have done. I think you are now tied back with Glenn Tendo for most appearances on the podcast. So. What? I'm tied? All right. I got to I'm going to kick his <laughs> ass. I'm coming for you, Glenn. <laughs> Once I finish a good place, I think we'll we'll be able to break that tie. Oh, there so. we go. Yeah. You got to bring me back for the good place episode. Yeah, spoiler alert, finished the first season, so that was something, uh, but <laughs> that's for another show. But uh, yeah, listen, uh, like we mentioned, uh, some interesting stuff in Sonic Land uh, happened this past week, and uh, yeah, Cam, it seems like whenever, like, you know, we, we don't plan on doing anything content-related together, uh, Sonic just kind of dr- drops a, a, you know, a present in our lap, uh, so I... I, I Truly, uh, if the holiday rush wasn't already stressful enough, now you have to do content on Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, that guy follows his own rainbow. You never know when it's going to happen. So we just have to, <laughs> we got to adapt. We live and we learn. And we, we do, we, I mean, what 
kind of world would this be if we didn't express our thoughts and opinions on Sonic the Hedgehog? The people would be lost. They wouldn't know what's going it's on. <laughs> um, side note, completely unrelated, but you should do an episode with me and Riz. It's gonna be oh, that would be a good group. Ooh, we uh, should. It'd That'd be, be an a excuse good one. for me to talk to Riz. <laughs> we'll manifest it. I'll find something for us to talk about. All right, perfect. We'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, Can yeah, you just be but, the roast of Koopa? Oh, you know what? I'm out of here. <laughs> this show's over, folks. See you guys next week. No uh, in-flight movies. <laughs> Weenie Hut Jr. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah so you know like like we mentioned uh obviously one of the biggest cycles in uh, you know in our neck of the woods this past week was again not only uh you know the reveal of you know the side of the hedgehog 2 trailer uh featuring your favorites as well as some new characters uh also we got a official confirmation uh sonic's next iteration on next gen consoles is going to be called sonic frontiers uh so we will get all those thoughts uh and more but i think you know well what do you where do you want to start do you want to start with the movie or do you want to start with the uh do you want to start with the game where where, where, where do we want to land this plane first i think we should start with the movie there's there's a lot more to cover with the movie this is true yeah yeah as there's a lot more known information uh first and foremost the movie was revealed at the game awards and i had zero intention to watch the game awards this year because unless there's a smash announcement or anything i don't really go out of my way to watch these things Got to be totally honest with you, but there was an announcement earlier in the week that they will be revealing the trailer for the new Sonic film uh, at the Game Awards. So, Cam, I think you probably watched about the same amount of the Game Awards as I did because they didn't really announce when they were going to show the trailer, any of the Sonic stuff. So what were your thoughts of the awards show this year? Yeah, you know, with Game Awards, (laughs) I always forget it's happening until the day before. (laughs) It's like, oh, right. Yeah, Game Awards is tomorrow. Um, so I think that's usually the reaction of most people. And I generally watch it every year. And by, I use the word watch loosely. It's like, I'll have it on the background or something just in case something happens. But I remember distinctly, there was, uh, the year where they revealed, uh, Joker for smash. I was out (laughs) and about. Like, I, I think I was like out drinking with some coworkers and we were just walking back from somewhere and someone's like jokers and smash. And I, I think like, I don't even know if I knew game awards was happening that night. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, I think what's even wilder about that reveal was that t- typically Nintendo doesn't align any of their announcements with actual relevant events. So the fact yeah. that like they, <laughs> revealed joker at game awards is just like insane that they had any kind of strategic thought outside of their own world um so typically with game awards it's like a lot of games i don't care about a lot of new games that all kind of blend together for me but then there'll be like a couple of gems sprinkled in there um whereas this year with game awards i think it was much more on brand for nintendo they literally didn't do anything yeah. <laughs> just zero announcements, zero presence outside of like you running the same ad during yeah. the commercial breaks. And then also having four games nominated in the best family game category and still losing. Uh, so really outstanding showing by Nintendo. I think the coolest thing probably for them was that Metroid was a dormant series for the last thousand years and so the fact that it was 
nominated across so many categories, I think is pretty cool. I, I, I love that for the Metroid fandom. Um, but I think even looking at the games that were nominated for game of the year, I guess maybe in retrospect, it just wasn't like a huge year for games. I think a lot of production yeah. timelines are messed up because of COVID and things like that. And a lot of like the bigger stuff is coming either like just came out or is coming out soon, like Halo Infinite and a lot of those games. So I looking at like the games that are nominated, I'm like, yeah, these are all like good games. Are any of them like game of the year? I don't know. And it's not like an <laughs> insult to those games necessarily, but I feel like none of the games that were nominated had a particularly large impact on like gaming, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, like Metroid Dread, Dread coming back is really cool. It Takes Two is a very novel game, and I don't think it doesn't deserve to win. Um, but uh, I don't know. I was looking at the list. And I was like, yeah, these are all good games. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe, I, maybe maybe I'm being like too judgmental, but I feel like it was just kind of a slower year. Um, but you know, there was still like I, I don't know. I guess the weirdest thing for me is I thought the most interesting reveals at Game Awards were adaptations of games <laughs> into yeah. a movie and a TV show. I'm like that's neat. Um, there weren't a lot of new games where i was like oh wow that looks like something i'm gonna have to play yeah the only thing that of that nature that i got like remotely interested about was that uh that star wars eclipse game that they showed oh yeah yeah strictly because like i'm not gonna like tout myself as like a huge star wars fan because like i i i'm not but like i am like i like star wars enough my problem with star wars for years is that they've like refused to do anything outside of the skywalker like trilogy or like any, any of those, you know, it all has to be kind of like tied into the Skywalker family somehow. And like, I just kind of roll my eyes and like get sick of it after a while. But, you know, they showed that it's going to take place in like the High Republic era, which is like, you know, thousands of years before, you know, the Skywalkers even existed or something, if I remember correctly. And that's really cool. And, you know, uh, not just with that, but like Star Wars Visions uh, that just that came out on, on Disney Plus earlier in the year. Uh, that was dope. So good time to be a Star Wars fan around this time of the year. But yeah, I don't know. Like I looked at this best games category and I'm not going to lie. It took me until like maybe a few hours ago to realize that Psychonauts 2 was not like Scribblenauts. I don't know why I put those two <laughs> games together. Oh, no. I was like, I was uh, like wait, what? I was like, wait, what? Koopa. This game was not. Yeah, I know. I'm a jerk. Uh, you know, I've never actually played Psychonauts. I heard it's really good, though. So I should probably play psychonauts i just never got around to to doing it yeah that's a game i've like never like gone out of my way to like really do much research into but yeah again good to see metroid nominated across you know most of these big categories uh it's it's funny because like a lot of these games are nominated in all the same categories but they all lose to like the one game that isn't nominated in the rest of the categories with them yeah because i look at like the best narrative game and like it takes two and like death loop and psychonauts is there and a loss to the guardians of the galaxy game that i, I guess came out this year oh god yeah mark. yeah i don't yeah. know i feel like a lot of the big games this year are like i i i don't know i feel like some, like death loop i haven't I haven't played it. I'm sure it's good. Um, it seemed like an interesting concept, but I feel like it didn't generate that much buzz. Um, and then Ratchet and Clank like, is awesome as hell. So that one deserves it. And I feel like a lot of people were kind of disappointed with the new Resident Evil. Um, 
like it was kind of a mixed bag. People seem to either like yeah. it or think it was like not like one of the better iterations in the franchise. So I don't know. It's just a weird spread of games. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's not necessarily like bad. I'm not trying to like be too critical here, but I feel like it's, a, I don't know. Let me put it this way. It just feels like a very strange year when it takes two is yes. <laughs> w- winner of the game of the year. And that's no, that's not to be, to be any shade to the people who created that game. Cause it's like, it's a, it's a really cool game. It's great, but you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but it does seem like a. I I I don't think there are a lot of like rabid fans being like, "Oh my god, it takes two with like <laughs> this game of the year," <laughs> you know. Um, so I think that it's just like it was just kind of a strange year for games, but um, you know, I I'm definitely very happy that they like for them, and uh, I think it's cool to have like because that's like technically. That's like kind of an indie developer, right? Yes, from what I recall, I yeah. think you're right. So that's like that's that kicks ass. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Generally speaking, it's kind of I, I like whenever I looked at the categories, I was like, yeah, that's this seems about right. Like I, <laughs> they, they seem like the right nominees, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like also like for some time is such a flat circle that I totally forgot that the game of years like the game awards like happened last year already because I was like, wait, is there already been like a year already? I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's right. They revealed Sephiroth at this game at the game awards like last year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, where's, where's the time? Wait, was, was Sephiroth revealed at game awards? He was. Yeah. Oh, he was okay. a world premiere f- last year. OK, I forgot about that. That's right. For some yeah, reason, I thought was Sephiroth was like <laughs> something was in like a direct. So okay, I guess I'll give Nintendo that one. Yeah, so good on them. That yeah. was that was a mind melter. Also, uh, uh, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl robbed as the best fighting game <laughs> when mm. they clearly have the best roster. They have Garfield. Come they, on, man. Yeah, I mean, wasn't it nominated before Garfield was revealed? So yeah, I think, you know, the, the voter uh, the voters wouldn't have had that information to make make that decision. So. Did you see that the devs made it that you actually can't play Garfield on Mondays on that game? Isn't that? Like I think Stars? that was debunked. Wasn't that a rumor? Was it? I think it was I debunked. Was... Oh man, maybe I'm honestly, wrong. if it's real, uh, take it with a grain of salt because I'm not a source of news. I'm merely a podcaster that talks about video games. Yeah. Um, don't come come to me for medical advice before you come to me about uh, you know, game roster information. But look, I think uh, the I think the biggest crime of Game Awards is that uh, Dream is content creator of the year though the one who is like very obviously a cheater and yeah like, like, how did that one get through the the screeners i don't know man i'm ready i'll start beef with dream with dream stands in 2022 i'm ready for the minecraft smoke i don't care anymore oh uh, yeah i mean uh, the the real content creator of the year should be video game donkey but he'll never get the proper recognition i just love like i'm waiting for the next because he keeps doing a series of videos where he calls out dream and then apologizes to dream takes back (laughs) his apology and apologizes again so now that it like dream has won content creator of the year i'm waiting for the donkey video on that one i it's gonna be good yeah uh other things that i thought were kind of cool like you said like a lot of the announcements were like the not game stuff like the halo tv series Mm mm-hmm 
is interesting. That's something I've heard like rumored to be a thing, like all, dating back to like two thousand like six, two thousand eight. I think they. I, I feel like that was literally like announced like over a decade ago. Like, yeah. I sp- like just speaking of Dunkey, I remember him doing an E three video that like covered like this, you know that like had like Spielberg announcing that he was going to do it and i feel like that was like so long ago like that's such an old video yeah <laughs> i thought they uh, yeah, i that... assumed it was canceled like i just got to a point like oh they must have just scrapped it quietly and never talked about it again but it's happening yeah. uh and paramount has it paramount plus so uh they have paramount now has the sonic live action and the halo live action so i'm just put the pieces together <laughs> put the, the cinematic universe together uh-huh i'm waiting um, <laughs> oh man i'm here for it uh yeah that was cool among us vr is funny oh that I was a, that was a funny reveal that was like that was like the shortest trailer but probably <laughs> one of the most effective um, yeah, if the initial Sonic Frontiers trailer didn't exist, I would say it was like a crime to call it a trailer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was cool. And the Cuphead DLC. Yeah, that's I was, cool. I was about to say that, that but the, the only thing other than like that, the stuff that we covered, the other, the thing I was probably most excited about is Cuphead DLC Island uh, was the last delicious course. Yes. The last delicious course. The, the delicious last course. There it is. Delicious go. last course. There it is. Okay. Um, yeah, I I love Cuphead. Um, I was just talking about that with um, my roommate Connor about how like <laughs> uh, it's. I feel like I spent so much time playing that game, but my total gameplay was like ten hours to to one hundred percent it. But oh, I wow. had to like stretch that out over a long period of time because you play that game for like more than forty minutes, and you just like want to fucking kill somebody. Like you, I, I get so <laughs> mad, and then like. It's like it was like foolproof thing where if I got stuck, my, my golden rule with Cuphead was if I played the same boss for an hour, hard cut off. Like I <laughs> quit, the, I stopped playing the game. And every like every time without fail, if I was playing a boss for an hour, quit and then revisit it the next day, I would get it like first try, yep. like without fail. <laughs> because it literally, it, it becomes like, it gets to a point where you're not, fighting the boss anymore and you're fighting yourself it's like your frustration you keeps making you like you overthink it you get in your own head you just keep making like the same mistakes over and over again whatever it is so when you go into it with a fresh look and like a fresh mind but you still but you know everything you get it like first try because your muscle memory is like basically there but you're not doing the stupid bullshit that you keep doing that keeps like pissing you off so that was how i got through cuphead was if i spent too long on a boss i called it a day came back beat it like almost immediately and then yeah i did did 100 percent in like i think it was 10 hours was the my final count count on that so i'm looking forward to getting really pissed off again i'm inserting the ron swanson gif of i'm really proud of you right now uh yeah, listen, all that all that looks dope. Cuphead's dope. I mm-hmm. uh that game's a lot of fun. Uh the, again, the other stuff that they announced was pretty cool. I did they do a Muppet collab this year? I don't remember if they did or not. No, there was uh they, there's Pot Friend, and then I made the very good joke 
on twitter.com saying <laughs> i think everyone has a pot friend i think uh, <laughs> yes uh, you were correct yeah they they did some they, they imagine dragons is there or at least the guy from imagine dragons oh yeah because of arcane i think <laughs> yeah, yeah for for arcane which i'm halfway through that sh- i think i'm actually no i think i'm a little half more than halfway through arcane right now so i was like i understand what's going on yeah. <laughs> um can I, so my golden rule with anime is like i don't skip the openings like i just don't unless like uh-huh. very occasionally like if i'm binging something i might skip an opening to catch up like but that's almost never the case but like i might do it with like one piece because of like i've seen the same intro like a thousand times and i'm like yeah. five episodes behind i'm just gonna skip to like seven minutes in when the episode finally starts yeah but like <laughs> With Arcane, I just don't like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I just, I think his voice just like it bothers me. I feel like it's like someone trying really hard to sing, and it's, like and he like over enunciates. Oh, the misery, <laughs> enemy, and I'm just like you're like I just it, like I skip the Arcane intro every time. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, a hot take. I feel like (laughs) Imagine Dragons is, like, extremely successful and popular, so people must like them. Like, my mom likes Imagine Dragons. Yeah. I don't know who else. My girlfriend loves Imagine Dragons. Oh, man. Well, oopsie. (laughs) It's, it's... It's funny, man. I don't, I don't get it either. I saw a tweet just like now that said that uh, someone called uh, Imagine Dragons Nickelback for Gen Z. Yes. Oh my god. That's I think. I think that's a pretty apt comparison. I I dig it though. But we are speaking of butt rock. uh, (laughs) I think I think we've danced around the subject a a a bit. Where it's time to talk about the real big announcement. The only things that mattered at Game Awards. Yes, which is Ben Schwartz, uh, you know, you know, riffing for five minutes with a Jim Carrey recording. Uh, (laughs) Ben Schwartz is so fucking funny, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My um, I'm going to shout out my friend, Braith, but he was so upset because he literally like weeks ago, we were talking about uh, like, I forget the exact context, but it's only about work. Like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he presented something this way? And his joke was. Like oh yeah, I want to like present something like holding like a disc or like a, a like a cassette or like a VCR uh-huh. tape and be like I have the file here and then like running over to like play it but it's just you know cues a digital file and then Ben Schwartz <laughs> did like the exact same joke and then I immediately <laughs> thought of him and within seconds Braith texts me be like Ben Schwartz stole my joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that, that, uh, that, that was, was really rich. funny but yeah Ben Schwartz is like. He should have just done like a whole comedy special at the Game Awards. That would have really made things great. But yeah, he was very funny. And then I genuinely don't remember what Jim Carrey said. He went on like this very random <laughs> bit. And I'm like, I don't know what Jim Carrey's doing, but he's having a really fun time with it. So I'm happy yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah, he just went just full Scotsman. And I'm like, you know what? It's Jim Carrey. It's fine. But yeah. Yeah, announced at the Game Awards, uh, we got the official trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is dropping in theaters uh, April 8th uh, in 2022, uh, if I believe correctly. Uh, the film still stars uh, James Marsden, uh, a.k.a. Cyclops from the X-Men series. Uh, a.k.a. Donut Lord. A.k.a. Donut Lord. Gotta put respect on his name. Uh, 
Yep, he's back as the uh, I, what's the, I actually forget what his actual character's name is. Is it a? Uh, I don't remember. I only remember Donut oh Lord because he called. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he's called like in like sixty percent of the movie. Yeah, I like I like straight up forget. I'll, I'll look it up in a second. But yeah, the movie features uh, you know Ben Schwartz coming back as the titular Asana the Hedgehog, and the film also introduces uh, you know, uh, Tails Miles Prower uh of sonic fame best friend to sonic the hedgehog uh and uh knuckles the echidna back in villain form uh tales is voiced by video game actress colleen o'shaughnessy uh which is great i love that love that for her uh you being able to survive in an era where everyone's being voiced by chris pratt and like you know God. Big, big name celebrities yeah no, uh, I, i'm yeah. really glad that uh colleen was brought on because we can finally talk about this now that the Sonic two trailers out, but the, the post credit scene in Sonic one movie is, is tails. Um, and he was voiced by Colleen for that scene. And that was actually like, I wasn't like when I, I, you know, people popped off in the theaters because tails was in the movie, but like, I was mostly like, I popped off not just because Tails was there. I was popping off because it was actually Tails. Like, it was the yeah. voice of Tails. I'm like, wait, <laughs> exactly. shit, did they get Colleen? Because that sounds exactly like her. So I remember just, like, trying to, like, verify it, and it, and it was her. So I was like, man, I would be really upset if they just, like, I was worried that it was a situation where, like, because it was, like, one line for a post credit scene that they weren't, like, ready to cast Tails. So, like, well, we'll just get her to do the one line and then if we get greenlit for the second movie we'll just recast tales yeah with and, like scarlett johansson or like some big name celebrity or yeah something. so i was really worried that was gonna happen and then especially after like mario movie doing the whole like just <laughs> every random celebrity you could think of playing a mario character seth rogan as donkey kong like it's just i was like <laughs> all right like who are they gonna get for tales so i think to like get the actual voice actress was I, I'm just really happy that she's getting that uh, recognition um, and just hearing her in like a Hollywood picture is really exciting. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And again, uh, we got at least a small glimpse of uh, Knuckles, the echidna uh, voiced by Idris Elba, which is awesome. Uh, Jim Carrey, obviously back as Dr. Ivo uh, Robotnik. Wait, is and, he credited uh, as Ivo in the movie? That's what, according to what it says in the uh, in the wiki. That's oh, what it's wow. credited as. Yeah, I've remember Eggman Robotnik. I don't think in the first movie he is Eggman. Does he ever say? I think he's just Robotnik. I think Sonic just calls him Eggman. As yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he does as yeah. like a nickname. Yeah, so yeah, I think they, I, I think they're leaning into the actual. Uh, you know, one of the things we'll talk about is that they, they definitely seem a little bit closer to the source material, mm-hmm. uh, at least for what they showed in the trailer so far. Uh, but yeah, like you mentioned, uh, James Marsden back as Tom Wachowski. Wachowski, that's the guy's name, and uh, Tika Sumter back as his wife. So cool, <laughs> just cool beans. Just his wife, uh, Maddie, I believe, is what her Maddie, name is. Okay. Maddie, yeah. Uh, the one with the Zillow page was it up. Pretzel Girl or something? Was yeah, Pretzel Lady. Pretzel Lady, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so, so dumb. Uh, uh, but yeah, we we take a look at you know what all of our big you know set pieces are here. You know, Sonic trying to. Uh, fit in amongst you know the normal people of Green Hills, Montana, and uh, you know greatest place Doc- on earth. Greatest, yes. Uh, you know we we get a glimpse of uh you know Jim Carrey as Doctor Eggman coming back to Earth after being uh vanquished to what looks like Mushroom Hill Zone uh from Sonic Three or from Sonic the Knuckles, whichever uh, you know pick your poison on that one. 
Uh, you know, we take a look at some of our bigger set pieces here. Uh, you know, the Master Emerald uh, is going to play a major part in this film, as it, you know, usually does in most Sonic games, I guess, that involve Knuckles. Um, and, you know, we take a, uh, we get to see the uh, the tornado, which is dope. You know, there's uh, a lot of really, you know, cool video game references and stuff. And, you know, I thought the trailer did, uh, you know, a, a, a pretty good. It was a good trailer. So let's let's get your thoughts first. What are, what are you, where are you at? You know, uh, you know, because by the time we did this podcast, the movie, had, you know, the movie had already been out for a few months. So we didn't really like talk about it too much. But like, you know, where are you now in an era where there's going to be two Sonic films? And what were your thoughts on the trailer? So, uh, well, I'm just really excited to be in a timeline where people will be able to say that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is one of the greatest video games and movies <laughs> ever made. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, like. I think all of us as Sonic fans, we always have to be skeptical when there's new Sonic things. Cause it's like, well, it always starts promising. And then you, you, you get the thing and then you're like, well, this is what we got. Um, but I think like, you know, to kind of revisit Sonic one for a second, uh, that movie, I think ended up surprising all of us in that it was like an acceptable movie <laughs> we were like no yeah. oh. like i think everyone i've talked to their reaction is always that was better than i expected and then some people like at like genuinely really liking it um so i think it like kind of did the impossible uh, considering where it started with the original model listening to fan feedback and you know being able to like at least visually correct you know what what it looked like um you know and and i think for the first movie like i really enjoyed it i had a lot of fun with it um i have my grievances um but for what it was i thought it was a lot of fun and it's just like i think it's a solid like kids movie right um but you know i like i've seen it like i watched it multiple times i made other people watch it and i always have fun (laughs) so i think it's i think it's a good movie um, but I definitely like wished it was like it, it's like not a fully Sonic movie. Like I feel like it spends so much time in like these like you know these smaller locations and a lot of human characters, and we don't get a lot of that. Like like the best parts of the Sonic movie are the the very beginning and the very end. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you know when once you know it was. Sonic One was a was a commercial success. Um, I believe the highest grossing movie, like video game adaptation. Yes, the high, uh, and the sixth highest grossing film of twenty twenty. Yeah, what a year. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, like I think a lot of people wouldn't like you know, especially like Detective Pikachu kind of set the bar for what a yeah. video game adaptation movie could be, and I think like a lot of people enjoyed Detective Pikachu for what it was, and that was kind of like you know when. When this first Sonic trailer came out, there, you know, the, all the memes were like looking at like how authentic Pikachu looked versus the awful yes. thing that we got. So like, it was just kind of like, it was kind of a it was a PR nightmare, really. Uh, or maybe <laughs> I don't know. It could have been a PR blessing because when they spun it around, obviously everyone was like talking about it. So um, yeah, uh, I'm not part of the conspiracy that thinks it was intentional. I think it was like I think there was a conscious decision to make them bad um because they, <laughs> they thought it was going to be a good idea but that yes. aside right so anyway yeah. all that to say that um you know it went beyond people's expectations it outperformed detective pikachu and um 
the a lot like I followed the news after the fact once like the the sequel is greenlit and all that and uh, the director is it Jeff Fowler? Yes. Uh, uh, he was like on interview saying how he really wanted the first movie to have more Sonic stuff, but it just didn't. Uh, whether it was like budget reasons or whatever else, like they just couldn't work it, it work it in as much as they wanted to. And that, but he was like, if we get another movie, it's absolutely going to have more Sonic in it. Like, like we want to introduce more Sonic elements from like his world. So um, in his world. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think there was like a lot of my hopes were like, okay, I like if for, for me to really be excited about a second movie like this, it needs to have those things, you know, like we already confirmed that we're getting tails, but there's gotta be more. So, uh, I was actually kind of thinking that they were going to hold knuckles for the third movie to kind of do like a Sonic one, two and three kind of thing. Um, but you know, the fact that we're getting Knuckles, we're going to get Jim Carrey as full Robotnik now. Oh, Tails yeah. is there from the beginning. Uh, we're getting more of that Sonic-Tails buddy dynamic instead of Son- Sonic and random human. Um, yes. <laughs> so I, I really hope that like a, a lot of like the kind of the new like human stuff takes a little bit more of a backseat. Like I, I'm fine with it. It can still be there as evidence at the beginning of the trailer and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I think it's going to be there, but I hope that it focuses more on like the crazy world building stuff and the fact that like seeing like the shrine for the master emeralds that was like the coolest thing for me personally um just seeing that in there um a lot of references like you know with the snowboarding and it just feels like watching this trailer versus the sonic one trailer you can feel how dense the sonic movie 2 is going to be (laughs) yes and i'm like genuinely like very excited for what this movie is going to be yeah. Step one, light banter. Step two, I have no idea what's next. Yeah. <laughs> that, that line was funny. Honestly, I echo a lot of the same sentiments. I think my biggest gripe, again, I was pleasantly surprised with the Sonic movie. Again, I feel like as Sonic fans, we are constantly in a state of waiting for the other shoe to drop and, you know, just bad things to happen. And yeah, I thought the movie was fine. It was, you know, it's a, it's a good family film. It's a fun, it's a romp. It's, it's stupid. It's funny. You know, I laughed out loud. I saw it twice in theaters. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I, I also saw it twice. I was trying to remember if I saw it three times, but I think I saw it twice in theaters. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was a fun movie. I I it was a step in the right direction. If, again, of all the franchises to get the video game movie formula right, mm-hmm. it's the one franchise I can't seem to get out of its way in regards to the actual game series. But I digress. Uh, but yeah, my biggest gripe with the you know the first movie is exactly like you said. It didn't. It was Sonic, but it wasn't Sonic. You know, there wasn't. Uh, again, you know, there wasn't a lot of references to the games. You know, there was that. You know, that little piano piece of, you know, uh, you know, of Green Hill Zone that played at the end of the film. And like you said, the best parts of the film in regards to the source material are the beginning and the end, or whenever Sonic does a spin dash in the middle of the movie. Um, I was immediately like this. Once I heard that full orchestral version of Emerald Hill Zone, my, my I I oof, bro, it's like a ghost passed through me. Like my like my, my my skin got weird. Like I started to cry. I was like oof. Like after listening to the Sonic Orchestra for like you know it it only took me to the ninth time to listen to Green Hill Zone without crying at the first note. Uh, but that was that's exactly what I wanted. I'm just like yes, like full orchestrated versions of these hits that we love, you know, on the big screen. That's awesome. You saw the skateboard that he's riding around in that one scene, and it's like I think it's like a skateboard from like Sonic Adventure, like from like Sonic Adventure, like promo art or something. Like, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I don't think it's. Ag- a- like, I, don't, if, I don't know if that's the board that's even in the game. I feel like I don't it was, think it is. I think it's just art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I have to read. Yeah, I, I, my memory's uh, <laughs> failing me, but I I don't remember if that exact board is even in the game. I think the yeah. design might be different. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I, I might be remember misremembering that also too. It's been a long time, but yeah, and then you know, you like you said, like the the set of where the master emerald is, it's it's big, it's scaling. There's that one shot they show of like running down a hallway. I'm just like, yeah, this this definitely looks like a Sonic, you know, running at me in first person, like running at the screen at me, sort of thing. Like if the uh, with the city escape truck, uh, you know, segment, and I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. This is like it is an ex- in a uh, expansion on what the first film already, you know, made. Like you said, Jeff Fowler in, in interviews has said, you know, if we get greenlit for a sequel, we're making it more Sonic. And lo and behold, at least from what we've seen from these trailers so far, you know, that's that's exactly what we've seen. It's uh, I, I think it looks awesome. I'm excited to hear more of Idris Elba and the, the amount of like I I also brought up like thought of what you said yesterday where you're like does everybody think knuckles is hot now like what's good like, oh what's, what's going on here? i know i'm like why is so much of the internet like got like they're just horny for knuckles i never knew this whole time <laughs> i don't just, know man he's a, he's sexy <laughs> i guess i mean knuckles is cool but uh sure whatever i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna yuck people's yums so to speak if they're they're horny for <laughs> knuckles like do what you gotta do um <laughs> I gotta but go. I think what's also interesting because I was pulling up the video for reference, but like the the, the trailer is number one on trending on YouTube. So I think that just like shows how much of a impact that this trailer is having on people, and yeah. like just how excited people are for it. And yeah, I mean, I I I agree. Like I'm super pumped for the like video game elements that are being incorporated, like and just seeing, like you know it's no secret that Sonic three knuckles is my favorite game of all time. So like sure. having like that Sonic knuckles rivalry brought back, like bringing back that story arc in a new way and having it on the biggest screen possible just brings me so much joy. Cause that's like, you know, such like, that's like peak Sonic era for me. Yeah. So like, I don't know, just getting like the, that kind of glorified is really cool. And I was, uh, I saw that the Japanese title for the movie, like the subtitle is actually Sonic versus Knuckles. And that's like such a sick angle. Um, Like, I feel like they're trying to treat it like it's like Captain America versus uh, Iron Man. Man. Like, you know, like it's like that kind of vibe. But like, yeah, even just seeing like, you know, the clip where Sonic is like spin dashing into Knuckles and he just stops him with his hand. Like, yeah, and it, it, Idris Elba delivers that line like so well. It's just it's super cool. Uh, and they nailed Knuckles's design uh, this time around. Uh, Tyson Hess, uh, he was brought on for uh, the redesign of the Sonic one looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, like s- saved the movie. <laughs> um, and I'm a huge fan of Tyson Hess. I've been following his work since I was in like middle school probably maybe maybe like early high school but i've been following his stuff for a long time i've read his boxer hockey web comic and his sonic like parody comic um (laughs) one of my most viral tweets is how i talk about how tyson hess uh worked on like nipples enchilada comic and now he's (laughs) literally like the like lead character designer on the hollywood movie adaptation of sonic um i also did a one of like the first social videos I did at Crunchyroll was 
about Tyson Hess's work on Sonic Mania. And that like went viral on like animation Twitter, like Rubber Ross retweeted it and like Tyson Hess saw the video. Um, So anyway, um, yeah, so I'm a big fan of Tyson Hess. I'm very familiar with his work. Um, He also worked on the comics for a period of time and he does like covers for the IDW comics currently. Um, So Tyson Hess now being on the ground floor for this movie and being like the head character designer for uh for this movie like you it it just shows like his the balance of kind of like the elements that make it work for 3d live action while still being faithful to like the original vibes and looks of the characters like i think they really like they really nailed it this time around and it's just i don't know it's so nice to just like be able to enjoy it whereas with the first movie we were like this is hideous and then they finally <laughs> fixed it and you're like well but there's still because they like mess that up so badly you still have that anxiety of like well yeah hope the movie's decent um yeah <laughs> unfortunately we we're pleasantly surprised but like this time around i feel like they really like i like again like famous last words but they'd really have to like <laughs> bungle the script big time somehow to make yeah. what we've seen so far fail because it just looks so good like i you know, you're talking about the scene with Sonic being like, you know, step one, uh, like yeah. just like the shots of Sonic on the top of the tornado with tails piloting, like, like dodging, like robotics attacks. Like, yeah, I love that, man. Like that just brings me so much joy. It's, it's what it's all about right there. Yeah. Just like, as again, like as longtime fans as we both are, we're, we're both going to just feel those like, like massive pangs of nostalgia. Just like, you know, again, being a Sonic fan is a full-time job and there's no <laughs> health insurance and it sucks sometimes. But yeah. like when you get those moments like that, to like pay off, like, you know, I watched the first Sonic movie. I was like, yeah, that was, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I was excited. You know, it gave me hope for what, Hey, you know, we're going to get a second movie and then a third movie. And then you're going to be able to plug the third movie into the <laughs> fourth movie. And then it's going to be the best movie of all time. That's how, that's how it works. Right. Yeah. But, I, saw, I saw a tweet that said something like, there should be two versions of the trailer and you need to like attach a cartridge in order to see the trailer with <laughs> knuckles in it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But like, again, like if the, the more in references there are, you know, obviously the, the more it's, it's going to, you know, uh, you know, impact on the fans. And again, I love knuckles design. I love that they're able to make him look menacing without like making him look like too twiggy. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. like my biggest issue with like knuckles is like design in general is that like, he's like, you know, labeled as like the, you know, the buff guy, but like, he's got, he's like super lanky. And then, you know, uh, obviously Sonic boom happened and then they made him like a little too big, which is like weird, but they were going to give, you know, give him some size, but while also making, you know, staying true to the original design. And I think it's awesome. Idris Elba is a great pick. He's one of my favorite actors in Hollywood. So yeah, uh, he's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm (laughs) stoked for that. But yeah, I I think that like when there's early on when they had like the set, uh, photos with like the knuckles stand in everyone yes. <laughs> like when people were like commenting on that design it was like he has a little bit of that like boom body shape where he's like his like shoulders are a bit broader you know and yeah. his arms are a little bigger but yeah it's not near it's not as ridiculous as the boom design and like overdone so i think they found like a happy medium to like convey that like that like you know knuckles kind of being like this powerhouse without it like kind of sacrificing the integrity of his design you know yeah um, exactly so yeah i think it, i think it's a good balance and actually like i don't know this is kind of just like a random thought but like 
I was very interested to see what they how they were going to treat his gloves. Um, yes. Like were they like especially you know again like looking at Boom, they went with a very different direction for his hands, and I was like, you know, are they going to try to like go for like more realism, you know, with the gloves yeah. or something? <laughs> but like, I, but no, they like stayed extremely faithful to like his cartoonish gloves with the big spikes on them. So that <laughs> that rules. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that was sick. I love that. And again, makes you think what other references might pop up in this movie. You know, with, with the existence of the Master Emerald, does that mean the Chaos Emeralds are going to pop up in this movie? Yeah, with possibly the, the first shot of the Master Emerald, because of the size, I thought that it was a Chaos Emerald. Right. I was like, oh, like they're introducing Chaos Emeralds. But then as like the trailer progressed, I realized that he was like, that was actually the Master Emerald. Because normally in the games, Master Emerald's like so huge compared to yeah, like Sonic. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a big old honking thing. Yeah, so I think in this one, they like, it's kind of like somewhere, uh, it's like the size is somewhere between like a Chaos Emerald and, a, and the Master and like the Master Emerald. Um, but yeah, I think including that element's really cool. And like the, you know, one of the fan theories like from the first movie is that um, because they introduced the Echidna tribe in the beginning of the movie, hunting Sonic um and he has to escape because of his power um you know <laughs> i mean everyone's like oh so like i think like the lore of this movie is that sonic's power is connected to the master emerald right um and it and convert and additionally like with knuckles like obviously he's like super strong and he does he's like you know edge double is like it's like i don't need your power uh so like <laughs> i think he like in knuckles you know canonically having been the guardian of the master emerald i'm sure his powers also come from the master emerald which makes me like even more assured that that's going to be the narrative with sonic is that he is you know he probably like he got a power that he like wasn't supposed to get from the master emerald or something right yeah, yeah um right. so i think that's like you know and then knuckles being in a part of the kind tribe is there to like you know he gets duped by Robotnik like he always does into believing that Sonic's like a bad guy and he's there to like, you know, yeah, to defend the honor of the Echidna tribe or whatever to like protect the Master Emerald from him. Um, that kind of scenario. So I think that's going to be interesting to see play out. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I'm already banking we're going to see at least one other Sonic friend pop up whether it be in a post credit scene or like at the end of the movie. And I saw a great tweet uh yesterday that was it was just a picture of shadow and then the next picture was a was a picture of keanu reeves and i'm okay. like you know what <laughs> i'm okay well, with it speaking of keanu reeves i realized when we were doing our game awards conversation that we did not mention the keanu reeves appearance that oh not in person but he was on screen yes. um <laughs> for the matrix and you know he was having a blast yeah you know, just living it up that movie making... comes out next week too. I'm pretty sure that's but... next week. God damn. There's yeah, so I think movies. the I think the Matrix and Spider Man are coming out like within like a few like within like a week of each other or something. I don't know. If, I that's I don't hope they're not releasing on the same day. I have to look this no. up for my sanity. So yeah, that's nuts. I uh, and, and they say that the theaters are dying. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to show them my uh, wait queue for getting Spider Man tickets next week. Uh-huh. Uh December twenty second, so it comes out the weekend after. So okay, I want to see both of those in theaters. <coughs> Actually, wait, December twenty second, isn't it like in the middle of the week or something? Like, yeah, that's yeah. a Wednesday. What? Yeah, that's a weird. Yeah. Anyway, damn, I'm not working that day. I took that day off, so I might as well go see Matrix. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But, Great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I. Yeah. I guess as far as like characters that. Like, do we want to try to guess what, like, the, what the, what, if there's going to be any characters that aren't in the trailer that'll appear? 
I got to see Amy, man. That's all I want. <laughs> I really do hope they add Amy just because like, I don't think she's going to be the next character, but I, I hope she's in the third movie. Um, just because like, I don't know, it's all dudes. So <laughs> yeah, we need, we need some, uh, you know, feminine, uh, energy. actually wild. Here's my wild swing that they they wouldn't do. Amy would be priority, but like, what if they just put blaze in instead? Yo, that'd be, that'd be blaze would be funny. sick as hell. <laughs> And like she would fit in so well with like the world that they're building, because um, she's like oh, also man. you know powerful, but it might get too convoluted because her whole thing is like she comes from a universe that's like a parallel universe, like with her own robotnik yeah. and like emeralds, like so that would probably be too much. But anyway, yeah, Amy would be a great addition. Um, but my my fan theory still from the first movie is that I really want to see Metal Sonic. Um, oh man that would be so sick yeah because the first movie ends with you know him revealing that dr robotnik has one of sonic's quills (laughs) i'll be back Uh, by christmas yeah and you know like i i could easily see him using that quill to recreate you know he could like that's what would power metal sonic right so like i feel like it's like right there like if they don't do it it's such a missed opportunity so i'm really hoping that they're like waiting to reveal it and yep. then, like, I'm thinking, like, the twist at the end of the movie will be, like, once Knuckles realizes that Robotnik's the bad guy and Sonic isn't, and they, like, team up, like, that Robotnik's, like, final, like, trick up his sleeve is, like, r- unleashing Metal Sonic on them. And then, oh, like, Metal man. Sonic, like, whips their ass. Like, that I would be I don't think so that you're cool. going to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that's what I'm... I know a lot of people want Shadow, and I think Shadow would be cool, too. But I just think, like, narratively, and just, like, I don't know, Metal Sonic, like would be so sick. Like that would yeah. just be hype as hell. Yeah. We still got some time in the Sonic cinematic universe before we eventually get to adventure plot lines. Yeah. Uh, that, but that being said though, uh, if you're, if, if we're talking, uh, re, uh, you know, recasting our favorites with Hollywood voice actors, uh, if <laughs> the, the, the thought just popped in my head, I'm just saying, I see Amy pop up on my big screen and she's voiced by Kristen Shaw. Uh, <laughs> oh no. It's like, it's like, yo man, it's uh, kind of perfect. That's pretty funny. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, listen, like I said, this movie comes out April 8th, 2022. Put it in your calendar. Take your girlfriends. Take your mom. Uh, I will be seeing this in theaters. Most likely. I'm still trying to like most work out. Likely. Like, <laughs> dude, you know, it's weird. I don't know where the movie theater industry is going to be in April with how these, uh, you know, yeah. these variants keep dropping on the pipeline. Uh, uh, yeah, fair. You enough. know, but uh, I but I've also been not going to theater like a, a handful of times, you know, since the they started opening back up again, and it's been fun. So yeah, I feel like movie, you know movies are meant to be watched on the big screen, especially ones with Ben Schwartz <laughs> in it. I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've yeah, I've been going back like to the because our local theaters are reopening, so I've been trying to support the local biz. Um, and it's just nice to be back at the theater. So you know, obviously yeah. wear a mask and all that good stuff. But I'm hoping that we don't have another insane outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just, just let me make it through Spider-Man and then we'll, we'll talk. And then I don't have to go back to the movies for like another six months. Get your boosters. Yeah. Et cetera. Do that thing. Yeah. Sonic says, get vaccinated. Yeah. Sonic says, get fucking vaccinated. (laughs) But speaking of, uh, Sonic? Yeah, there we go. No way. <laughs> We've been talking about, we're talking about Sonic? Weird. Uh, 
yeah, the uh, the other big announcement to come out of the, the Game Awards, at least the ones that I gave a shit about, <laughs> not only the announcement of the next Sonic uh, movie or the, the reveal of the next Sonic movie, uh, we have an official name and more than eight seconds of footage for the next generation Sonic game, Sonic Frontiers, set to come out holiday 2022 on all your favorite platforms, including but not limited to the Nintendo Switch, the PlayStation 4 and 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, and by proxy, S. So we got a look at you know, a, a, a much better look at this uh, you know game than we did back during the Sonic... Uh, uh, oh, what was the real? Like the, the Sonic 21st anniversary stream? Or the 30th anniversary 30th, celebration? Yeah, 30th, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the 30th anniversary uh, stream back in May where we saw like literally like eight seconds of footage and then that was it. Yeah. Uh, we had no idea what the fuck we were looking at. And then lo and behold, now, you know, there's some leaks that came out of like what the game like might have been. But, you know, nobody really knew for sure what that was going to be. Uh, we take a look at Sonic here uh, in what they're calling uh, at Sega an open zone uh, adventure inspired uh-huh. experience. Uh, you know, Sonic is running around on this. Uh, I think they said what the name of the island is. Uh, uh, Starfall Island, I believe. Yeah, Starfall Island. It's this big vast open land with you know uh a bunch of different from what they're saying on uh the article i'm looking at on polygon you know a bunch of different biomes and areas and basically what we can boil it down to is that it's a breath of the wild style sonic game featuring shadow of the colossus bosses interesting so uh what i I, i'm i'm still i'm still trying to form my thoughts on what i feel about this but uh where, where are you at with this right now yeah so i i've said this before which is that like every game is breath of the wild now um which like i get it but i don't know i'm I'm also kind of just like burnt out on that like uh genshin impact halo infinite like all these games are just these open world uh uh environments like inspired by breath of the wild and like sure whatever like that's fine um but you know, now that it has infiltrated uh, my favorite franchise, I'm just like, okay, you know, in some ways, like, I, I, you know, I'm a little skeptical about an open world Sonic, but in theory, like, it could be, like, it could be cool as hell, because yeah, thinking about, you know, growing up, like, playing the original Sonic Adventure with, like, the overworld maps and stuff, like, I love just running around and finding little secrets and exploring and doing, like, all those things before playing like, you know, the actual levels and having to do like some of the little missions and quests that happen within the map. Like, I think it like does work for Sonic. Um, Like it's definitely doable. Um, And I I think the big thing with Sonic though, is that uh, I'm very curious, like what mechanically the game is going to be like, because my biggest concern is, you know, looking historically at other Sonic games, you know, like like unleashed right like i i hate to love sonic unleashed i don't yes. love to hate it i hate to love it um <laughs> and sonic unleashed like you know it had like you had to like level up your stats and you had like you yeah. know for the warehog you'd like unlock moves and like i don't play sonic to like unlock abilities yeah. like i want everything from the start i just want to be able to play you know i mean granted like sonic adventure games kind of did it well where you get like some of the upgrades later on and it's like 
you know, you get like lightning yeah. dash and things like that. Over it's not time. like a destiny style thing where you have to use like in-game currency to like upgrade right. your stuff. Yeah. You just find power ups throughout the course of a game. Yeah. So. You don't need like EXP and all that shit like, yeah. or whatever, like the way they want to scale it. So like my concern with this game is that they're going to like try to rip too directly from like those styles of games. Like I'm going to be so mad if like, I have an inventory in this game. Like, I'm going to be so pissed if I have to, like, craft items. Like, I don't know. Like, I, that's the thing I don't want. And, I'm, and I feel like it's going to be there because that's just, like, what every game is now. Like, Animal Crossing has crafting. Like, I think that's just what it's going to be, and I'm going to be yeah. pissed about it. Um, <laughs> so that part, I'm not, like, again, it's all uh, me speculating, but that's what I'm most nervous about, I think. But, like, the the prospect of having, like, if they go all out and they just have a huge open world for you to like run around in, like that could be really fun and really interesting. And uh, you know, like I, one of the things I liked about lost world, cause I know that's like a kind of a divisive game, but I, I liked it. I think it's like, I'm a lost world defender. It's not perfect, but it's a fun, solid game. No, I agree. I think that game's the, the console version again, have to specify. Yeah. Oh no, console the 3DS version is awful, but dog yeah. shit. Yeah. Dog shit game. Console Con- version's fun though. Yeah. Console version's really good. Um, and you know, the parkour could have been better executed, <laughs> but there's a lot of ideas and things that I like about it. Like, I love being able to run up walls and like grab ledges and things like that. So like if this game incorporates, you know, like you can run across like water to get to certain areas, you can run up walls and like just go to like, if you can just like traverse everything, that would be really, really cool. Um, And I do like the, what I am excited about this game, even if I'm like, I'm a little skeptical about how open world is going to be implemented is that like, just from what they've shown with the environments, and like the teaser with like that kind of like what I assume is like a boss battle. Um, this feels like the first Sonic game in a long time where they're actually taking a risk to do something big. Like Sonic yeah. Unleashed really to me was like the last ambitious Sonic game. Uh, everything since then has been very like, there's been like, you know, Sonic Colors really good, but it's very like and also having replayed colors ultimate like it's a very mm-hmm. small game yeah. it's short you could beat it in like eight hours it feels safe it's, it's safe. Very, yeah you know it's 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 not like a grandiose game generations is i think you know i i prefer that over colors um it, it borrows a lot of the elements that made unleashed work but again kind of scaled down in terms of like the scope of the world and mm-hmm. it's still very dependent on you know, tried and true things that we liked about the franchise. Still an amazing game, but, you know, there hasn't been something where they really went out there and did, like, something really on a big, on a grand scale again. So being, so seeing these, like, more realistic, like, next-gen environments, uh, kind of, I'm actually, like, into that. I know some people are kind Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, they have their preferences on what Sonic should be, but I, I actually think that, I like when there's the balance between like, you know, the kind of the cartoony side of Sonic with like inspiration from real world elements. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it works like, like unleashed is aesthetically like one of the coolest Sonic games ever. <laughs> like, yes. I, I love how they approached the level design in that. Um, so if, if this has like, takes a lot of those cues, um, I think it could be really cool and it could just be like, a like just a really grand experience um 
but I am very curious to see how, like, you know, how will the open world environments play? Will there be segments that are maybe more like linear? Because I, I, I like the race to the finish <laughs> for Sonic, yeah. you know, like I yeah. want there to be like, I want to be able to improve my times on a level. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that there are like, I guess in the same way that, breath of the wild has like the shrines and the dungeons and stuff like yeah i, I hope yeah. that there's like an open world and then you know you might have like the big boss battles and then you might have like you might have to do challenges where sonic is just running to the you know you have to just like mm-hmm. get to the end of the course so that kind of stuff i feel like there's a lot we don't know yet and that we haven't seen so it's really hard to get like too excited because i just have no idea what the execution is going to be but from what they've shown it's visually really impressive mm-hmm. i think the environments are cool uh it feels a little shameless <laughs> if i'm being yes. honest like it feels like too directly referent like similar to breath of the wild and i i want yeah. more i want more loop-de-loops and stuff i hope that there's more <laughs> so- sonic elements to the environments but it needs more chili dogs right but it looks good and i do like sonic's cg character model a lot and the cutscenes that they're showing um it's just nice to see that level of Mm-hmm. care again in the sonic animation so yeah i have high hopes and well uh high hopes with an asterisk um <laughs> but that that was like my initial takeaways i feel like we've all been saying high hopes with an asterisk since like uh-huh. boom came out oh it's yeah. like oh hey they brought back the friends everybody's running fast that ah, looks cool and then it plays like dog shit yeah and it was the worst christmas of my life yeah. um <clears throat> no i listen you echoed a lot of how I and I'm sure a lot of, you know, I've talked to a lot of my other you know friends that also like Sonic as well. We're all kind of in the same boat. We're just like, you want to touch it with kid gloves. You don't want to get too close where it's just like, ah, I don't know. Like, it's weird. It's different. And listen, this is kind of like you said, the era that we're in now. We're back in like 2009, 2010, where everybody's trying to be the next Skyrim. And like uh-huh. now and then and now everybody's trying or like everyone's trying to be like the Dark Souls of like whatever. Yeah. Like everybody's trying to like emulate, you know, emulate like that really popular game that like you know changed gaming or like all that jazz so like you see it with horizon you know you see it like you said with with uh you said halo's doing it too like they're oh yeah the, the halo open it's gonna be like an open world it's like <sighs> kind of thing yeah who asked for this uh-huh. um but uh, and, uh, then it's even infiltrating you know like you said like pokemon legends arceus yes that's uh, I, was, I knew i was forgetting another yeah, which comes one. out in like a fucking month yeah all the way like that game comes out super fucking soon so worried about that game. yeah yeah i don't know man uh his and voltorb looks cute as hell so whatever <laughs> i mean it's like another situation of like love the new pokemon designs i love the concept the premise is really cool yeah i like but like why am i getting my ass kicked by animals well i i kind of like that too I, I like that there's like there's like these challenges of like the bigger pokemon that you have to fight but like it just looks so ugly yeah, it doesn't, like it graphically, rough. like it's really rough, and I just wish that they just like gave that game like another year to focus purely on polishing it visually and making it actually look like a next gen game. Um, so anyway, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a month. Um, <laughs> yeah, but again, again, listen, like this is this kind of the era that we're in right now. And listen, like like you, I also enjoyed running around a hub world. You know, in Sonic Adventure and, you know, in Sonic Unleashed uh, and even to an extent in Sonic 06, which is why I truly is why I like that game more than I like other Sonic games, because at least I can like, you know, mindlessly run around in a hub world for like an hour and like 
you know, forget that I'm playing a dog shit video game. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I I want to be optimist optimistically excited because, you know, I'm currently still playing Breath of the Wild. I think the game's great. I get it. I understand why it's so popular. I, I as there are elements of that game that I would love to see implemented in a Sonic formula, like you said. Challenges would be cool, you know, zones would be cool, you know, or I guess is what they they'd be calling it. Uh, do I want to scale mountains to find Chow hiding under rocks? No, I don't want to do that. Do I want to have to, you know, make food uh, to, to survive? Uh, is there going to be a blood moon that brings back all of the, you know, are there going to be badniks just casually roaming around in the overworld or whatever? I don't know. Like, you know, so there's aspects that were I'm, I'm worried of if they try to go to Breath of the Wild. Is it going to work? Uh, although, to be fair, Sonic and Zelda did canonically cross over and it did work. It worked out pretty well. Uh in that Lost World DLC, which is a lot of fun. Great uh, game. Great, yeah, that game's awesome. That I, game I had actually, that, a Legend of Zelda level and like a Yoshi's Woolly World, World level. <laughs> An odd crossover. Yeah. Uh, I actually had that game download uh, bought on Steam. I haven't played the PC version yet, yeah. so I might do that at some point. Yeah, so. I, I play it on Steam sometimes. It's fun. Yeah, but I'm I'm approaching this with, you know, with... Uh, you know, cautious optimism because again, it, you know, there's the aspect of the breath of the wild, but then there's the aspect of, you know, the shadow of the Colossus where it's like, Hey, there's no bad guys in this game, but there's like, you know, 13 of these big ass fucking monsters that you got to fight. Uh, and each one in scaling in, uh, you know, in, in challenge and, and chaos. And, you know, I, I love shadow of the Colossus. That's one of my favorite video games of all time. So if, if that's an approach, they decide to go there. Cool. I'm on board with it. But again, until I see more of what this game looks like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold my breath for a little bit. I'm going to take a little bit of the copium to try to, like, talk myself through it. Uh, but, you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to approach this with with cautious optimism because I'm still waiting for them to try to shoehorn the wisps in here somehow. And I'm going to hate it. Oh, my uh, God. If wisps, if wisps, uh, if wisps are in this game, I'm going to be pissed. But um yeah, I, I I think that all makes sense. And yeah, Shadow of the Colossus, awesome game. Do I necessarily need a Sonic of the Colossus? I don't know. But um, I think there could be like, you know, I this isn't the first time Sonic has fought giant, like intergalactic ancient beings. Uh, you know, like the, you know, like the Biolizard fight and the, you know, Chaos and uh, Dark Gaia. Like, you know, Sonic yeah. has had his foray of just like fighting absolutely massive <laughs> monsters. So I think they could definitely make it work in this context. Like, it would be cool if you just like had to run up like the back of a giant monster and the its back <coughs> is like basically a zone, kind of like what they did when you like have to fight Dark Gaia, right? Oh, uh, like, yeah. You know, there could be some interesting things to play with there. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, I think it could be. It, it could be cool, but we're working off so little that it's like really hard. Like you could just make assumptions and jump to those conclusions, but we, we just, at the end, they were just speculating. And I think like with this trailer, I think if this is what they had shown first, instead of the eight second teaser thing. Yes. <laughs> I think people would have been way more like they would have reciprocated this better because it's like it's an announced trailer at the end like all this is is like they're just announcing hey sonic frontiers we're making it here's a look at it um and i think if this was the very first thing we saw we would probably be a lot more excited but because we already knew that they were doing it and then we get this second video and the video doesn't add that much more 
it just makes us more skeptical. Um, but if I, I think if this is the first thing I saw from it at all, like this is better than the first Sonic Forces trailer. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like we were way more excited for the first Sonic Forces trailer because it was like not a 15 second teaser. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I, th- I think like there's a little bit of a misstep with that timing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to be hopeful. I yep. want to, I want to like it. And I want to, I want to love again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... But there's also, you know, there's the whole mystery of uh, who's talking to Sonic in the beginning. <laughs> we don't, is it his conscious? Is it Zelda? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it, you hear that girl talking to him. Yeah. He's like, Sonic, go, like, go over here or whatever. It's like, in 300 feet, turn left. Who could, who could it be? Uh, uh, so, I don't know. I what think, if it's like Takal or like some oh weird my, character? That'd be wild. I, I, my guess is it's probably going to be a new character. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then some of like the press release stuff that they revealed about it is like, uh, it seems like Dr. Eggman's up to his old tricks and tries to like awaken yet another like thing <laughs> yeah, within like this like mythical th- beast. Yeah. And it's like, like this forgotten location. So like a- apparently from what I was reading, like this Island has like, again, this is extremely like every other fucking game of the genre, but it's like this <laughs> Island yes. with like, it has like this ancient technology uh, and Eggman tries to like hack into it. But like, he doesn't account for all like, you know, it's another thing where it's like, Oh, I, oops, I unleashed dark Gaia. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's kind of like that kind of setup again. Um, so I'll be curious to see, like, I, I have a feeling like with these monsters, like there's going to be a lot of like non bad Nick stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and again, it's just another weird thing. Cause they show us all these environments, but outside of the environments, it's like, are there going to be enemies running around? Like we just have no idea. So, yeah. It's going to be weird. Also, I will say one of the things that makes me excited is that uh, from what I read in the Polygon article and from other sources that uh, Ian Flynn is going to be petting the story for this. So uh, I believe he did. I think he did two episodes of the Sonic Boom cartoon. He's, he's mostly known for his work in the comics, uh, from what I understand. But he did two episodes of the Sonic Boom cartoon. And I think one of them was the one where uh, Amy has that like big feminist speech about breaking the glass ceiling and playing soccer. Uh, if this if this article is uh, penning this correctly, but you know, take that with a grain of salt. That being said, though, uh, you know, Ian Flynn is uh, you know is uh, a lot of he's, he's a good writer, and I'm excited. So you know, I'm I'm excited for what uh what that might entail. So again, I just you know I like I like Sonic when he's when he's quippy and fun, and I think that's why I, you know I liked games like you know why people like games like uh, Colors and and you know to an extent Lost World even you know that much because like you know there's just fun dialogue once you get past the baldy McNose hair, you know, being jammed down your throat. So. God. Well, yeah, well, that's like, uh, yeah, Ian Flynn was actually the thing from the announcement that I was most excited about when I, once, yeah. once, <laughs> once I found out, because I'm a huge fan of uh, the IDW Sonic comics. I, I've been reading it since it started. I have every volume, I mean, every uh, issue, and I buy like all the alt covers that I, I'm able to get. <laughs> um, so I have like two or three copies of every issue of the new Sonic comic. Um, but even prior to that, like, you know, I grew up with the Archie comics. I was, I was like, you know, I loved those comics. Every time I go to the grocery store, I'd like see if there's a new issue. And if there was, I like beg my grandma to let me get a new <laughs> issue. So I would always get the Sonic comics. Um, and I think 
you know, many of the, like the Sonic fandom, there's a lot of respect for Ian Flynn. And I think most people recognize his work as being like the, the peak of uh, the Sonic comics, like during his time at Archie, like his saga of like what the stories that he was Mm -hmm. leading were the best. And now with IDW, now that he's like frequently working on it, like IDW comics has been like excellent so far. Um, I think Ian Flynn just has like, he's really great at just characterizing everyone so well. Uh, And he like seamlessly works in like, he's able to create new stories while referencing like existing Sonic franchises and lore. Um, Mm -hmm. So he, I'm extremely confident in his ability to like write something meaningful with this game, as long as he's not like too controlled by other people. Um, So I'm really I have way more hopes for this game because he's doing the narrative and that he's not going to write things that we've been used to for the last like decade with like forces and colors and all that style of dialogue. Like I think he has a really strong grasp on what makes Sonic cool and likable uh, <laughs> as well as all the other characters. Like, uh, like every character in the comic is so much more likable <laughs> Uh, because of like, I mean, it's not just Ian Flynn. There's there's a lot of other talented folks who work on the comic, but you know his his work I think greatly shapes the direction of what makes the Sonic characters narratively good, um, and you know kind of guiding them down the right path. So um, I, I'm just really excited to see what he brings to the table, and it makes me a lot more optimistic that if they are doing like this ambitious of a game, that they're actually bringing in talent who know and understand why people like this character so much yeah listen we don't know a, a whole lot right now we still got a, a, literally a whole year until this game comes out so i will like you know we're all in the same boat we're gonna hold on to this with some you know with some caution you know maybe d- date a little bit feel it out see what our situation's like and then you know if sega wants to gently let me down next christmas uh too That'd be great. It wouldn't be the first time Sega's ruined a Christmas for me. But uh, honestly, I'm like, depending on how this goes, I kind of hope that they just announce that it's delayed next year. <laughs> and like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I would like be stoked if, like, you know, summer next year they're like, oh, actually, Sonic Frontiers is 2023. I'd be like, awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> I would just, Ooh, thank I, God. I feel like I'd be able to sleep better at night because I'm just like, you know, I mean, it has been a long. There has been a long period of time since Forces. I actually forget that it's been as it's been like almost five years i think it's like in like it's somewhere around there like four or five years so it's been a good period of time they've definitely had a lot of time to develop it but i just the the the, the fatal flaw of like so many sonic games is that they rush to get it out in time for christmas so that people you know so they get those sales yeah. um but i'd be like you know what if you wanted to release the holiday so bad do holiday 2023 i don't give a shit yeah. just i just wanted to be a I just want a good game for once that isn't like yeah. that. I don't have to put it. I don't have to just be like, you know, I like certain things about the game or like, it would be good if this was better. You know, I, yeah. I just want to be like, no, like they've made a solid game and I can just enjoy it and not have to defend myself. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's, it's a rough life. Like I said, it's full-time job, no health insurance, uh, mm-hmm. being a Sonic fan, but Hey, you know, at least we're in it together. At least we at least we have a movie to watch together. You know, that was really true. Passable. So, uh, gonna rip. yeah, that movie's gonna rip. I'm excited. Uh, but that yeah, we've 
essentially said everything that you know that that needs to be said uh you know you got any any closing thoughts on you know all the sonic stuff that's come out you know it's been a good it's been a good year for sonic i I would say it's been a fun one at least you know it's kind of funny because i feel like last time when we were talking about the a lot of the 30th anniversary stuff it's like i remember the beginning of last year for the 30th anniversary everyone was like when are they going to announce sonic stuff and we're all getting like anxious and they kind of like had a rocky start when they didn't have a whole lot to show and then we found out that roger craig smith was being taken off sonic and everyone's like what's going on here but you know they they corrected course they brought back on roger and then they announced a bunch of cool stuff to kind of give us hope and now it's like it, it just keeps going like we got the movie next year we got this game maybe next year and then like netflix has sonic prime next year um, oh yeah i forgot about that yeah and like i guess like you know obviously i'm kind of biased because i'm a fan but i think i'm pretty i think i'm pretty objective when it comes to like my opinions on sonic and i don't mean that like that i'm absolutely right but i'm like i'm critical like i'll tell you if yeah. something isn't good or like what's wrong with it um and i i think that like what's very what's and i was actually talking to uh a friend of mine uh daniel we were talking like it seems like with the exception of whatever, like if this, we don't know if this game is going to be good or not, but like everything around Sonic that isn't like the 3d Sonic games has been really good. Uh, like the movie looks great. The, it, the first movie was a success commercially. The comics are really good. Sonic prime has a lot of promise to be good. <laughs> yeah. Like it is like, I, I, I fingers crossed, but it kind of feels like we're in the midst of a bit of a renaissance for the Sonic franchise where it's actually maybe going to be like the powerhouse that it used to be, um, that they're actually like kind of taking like serious swings and executing on it in a meaningful way and not just pumping out storybook games every couple of years. So I'm still waiting for Sonic and a Necromancer, man. Come on. Shut up. Uh, so i don't know like again like i think like what sucks is like unless like frontiers really has to stick the landing because at the end of the day like all the other all the other sonic stuff can be good but he's a he's a video game character <laughs> like his, yeah. if, if his games aren't good it just reflects, take. yeah it just reflects really poorly on the entire franchise so like if they can stick the landing with frontiers like i think that this stretch of, of Sonic that we're kind of currently going through and that's about to come out. If they stick that landing, like it's going to be a good time to be a Sonic fan, man. Like probably one of the best times to have ever been a Sonic fan besides the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, it's like the, the song says he can really move and he's got attitude and he's the fastest thing. <laughs> when alive. He's got attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, listen, it's, I'm excited, and there isn't a better person I'd, I'd rather go through this uh, uh, apocalypse or renaissance with uh, than you, buddy. So thanks again for joining me. You know, uh, we definitely put this together at the eleventh hour, but I'm glad we were able to get it uh, get it done. Yeah, Sonic Speed, baby. <laughs> a little bit of stretch, and uh, <laughs> uh, but listen, uh, let the people know at home uh, where they can find you, what you got going on, anything you want to plug. Go, go crazy. Well, thanks for listening to me yammer for over an hour about 
the blue hedgehog um, again <laughs> yeah again uh no, no single theme here but yeah uh you can follow me on twitter at camelange c-a-m-a-l-a-n-g-e um you can find me pretty much anywhere at camelange uh twitch.tv if i ever stream again um mostly play sauna games when i do and um honestly that's like i just been busy <laughs> uh so i don't have a lot to plug personally but yeah if you if you like hearing me talk about stuff i i post updates on twitter of all the random things that i'm doing so uh check it out i guess like i could plug my podcast that hasn't been updated in like two years yeah do it podcast check it out on anywhere you can uh (laughs) download your podcast uh we talk about the finer things in life you know we're just three fancy guys assessing you know the the world and the things that are a part of it so um our my personal favorite episode is when we interviewed scott kloppenstein formerly of real big fish so uh that's a great episode if you want somewhere to start that's a good place to check it out yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, again, I'll leave all that in the description. Uh, and listen, if you guys like, again, Cam's been on my podcast a number of times. Uh, we talked, we've talked about, you know, not just Sonic. We've talked about, uh, you know, sitcoms as well as uh, Pixar movies. Uh, so if, uh, that's actually one of, I think, one of my most popular episodes. So uh, that's a fun one for sure. So I'll make sure, you know, make sure you guys, uh, you know, go through the library and check everything out. And uh, listen, if you guys want to follow me, if you feel inclined to, uh, I'm at Koopa NJ. Across platforms, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all that fun stuff. By the time this podcast comes out, it will already be public knowledge. Uh, I will be commentating at the Smash World Tour uh, Championships in Orlando, Florida. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, this will be coming out the Saturday that I'm there. So I'm either commentating or drunk at Disneyland or both. Who knows? I don't really know. But yeah, uh, that's dope. I've been part of the Smash World Tour all year and to, uh, and I'm going to be in Florida. Uh, you know, to watch it uh, close out. So uh, very excited uh, to be there at the time you guys are listening to this. So make sure you uh, follow me on social media to stay updated on, uh, on on where I'm at. And again, follow the show on Twitter at Cooped Up Pod. Uh, we are again, we are on the Believe Podcast Network as well as our host site. You know, show them some love. Download the podcast. It's definitely gonna you know uh, help me uh, a crap ton. Uh, it's at Believe.com backslash shows backslash Cooped hyphen up. So uh, our entire library is there. And again, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. So, uh, Cam, once again, thank you for your time. Uh, you are a gentleman and a scholar at the same time, uh, not just separately. So Simultaneously, yeah. Weird. Uh, anyway, that's going to be it from us, folks. Uh, have yourselves a wonderful weekend and take care. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.